in reaching or getting to the spirituality, you know what I mean? So, you know, again, like a lot of us went to, I went to church, you know what I'm saying? So, like, you know, that's, you know, those are like my first schools of thought, you know what I'm saying? So, like, going to church and, you know, hearing certain things, but, you know, you go to church and when you're young, you don't really understand what, it, what a lot of things mean, you know what I'm saying? You just, it's kind of confusing, you know what I'm saying? With, uh, certain things. So, you know, as you get older, you start to see how certain things uh, relate, how things play out. You know, and, um, you know, it, it, honestly, it's just, you know, getting yourself to a certain point, you start getting right. uh, more spiritual. Right. So, um, well, I had um, something that relates to what you were just saying um, in a book um, by Ayanna Van Zandt. Um, she quotes that um, spirituality equals mastery and religion equals conformity. And I would kind of agree with that. And I, you know, first let me just say that at some point conformity is necessary because there has to be a system, uh, whether it's a religious or spiritual system, in the beginning that you have to follow and apply and integrate, um, you know, certain information and, and be tedious in, in the application of that information to get yourself to a certain point where you have something to stand on. Right. You know, my children, I have to give them systems. I have to give them, like, look, this is what you have to do. They don't know yet. So until they can get to the place where they can start to ask questions and start to move and be more independent in their thinking, you know, they in the preschool of, of, you know, whatever it is that we're talking on, but we're talking about spirituality. So the beginning stages of spirituality, you do need some level of conformity. And a lot of people would say for discipline's sake, it's still good um, just to, you know, incorporate one of the religious systems at least into your your spiritual practice. Exactly. So, you know, we could get into that a little bit more, but I definitely want, I want you to go into um, what you were going in with timeline. Because I, I think that, you know, that plays a huge part in our progression from a spiritual, well, I will say we started out in a spiritual system or, you know, in this era, we were in this level of um, applying more so spiritual systems, and then we came into the Christian era where it was a lot more, I don't I won't, I won't say that, because even with the law, still, you know what I'm saying? There was still some different things going on um, at the same time while we were practicing spiritual systems where there was a lot of religion in that. So, you know, at different periods of time, in different places, we were practicing different things. But I think the timeline plays a big part in having an understanding of how we move through these stages and how we're now coming out of religion and, and into um, spirituality, I feel like, um, as a whole. Well, I would say, um, you know, in doing research about it, our, um, our, our ancestors, you know, started to, you know, take on different customs and, you know, um, different things, you know what I'm saying? So um, a lot of the religious things came into play, you know, um, we're talking, you know, even uh, the time of, of, of Genesis is only like 4,000 years old. You know what I'm saying? Um, 4,000 years before the Christian era. Yeah, before the Christian era. You know, um, you know, that aspect, that, that's only like, you know, again, 4,000 years old. So that would probably be this time, like, like 6,000 years. Right. Um, so from that time, you know, that that's me, it's was hard to believe that, you know, that's the beginning of anything. That's obviously not because it, um, it's not that old. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, like, this was a time period where, you know, 
we was at a certain place. Even then we was at a certain place a thousand years I mean. ago. We were, so it wasn't our um, genesis or beginning. And what was going on what over was here the in North America uh, 6,000 years ago? Right. What was over here uh, 6,000 years ago? You know, uh, what was going on, well, excuse me, yeah, 4,000 years ago? What was before the Christian era? What was happening right here in North America? Or anywhere else okay, in the world. There was plenty going on here. Or anywhere else in the world. That fact, with the Bible, you know, just the stories. Right. Um, of, uh, you know, Adam and Eve and, you know, um, them being the first people and, you know, the progression of things. So, like, you can see from from one part of the Bible where, you know what I'm saying, it's, it's telling you, like, you know, okay, this is the beginning of something. You know what I'm saying? With the beginning of what and the beginning of who. Right. You know, um, and a lot of this stuff is, is kind of, it's not, okay, if you're reading the Bible from the beginning, which is Genesis, to the end, which is Revelation, the books have been moved around to where there's times in different places of the Bible that, that represent a time based um, on different than um, where the book is placed. He's saying that, um, okay, even Job, Job's books were written on like 2100 BCE versus uh, a book like, let me just say, let me say for example, uh, like uh, uh, Luke that was written like uh, 6 BC. You know what I'm saying? So, like, that's what I mean. But the, the books of that Job uh, book is behind the book. So it's like you're getting stories, but you're getting stories in different times from, you right. know, it's, it's not in order. You mean, so that's where a lot of the confusion comes in. Like, you, when you're reading, like, you're confused because, you know, a lot of the um, timeline is off. You know, and, um, again, that's, you know, that's kind of some of the things that keep us confused and why we don't be understanding the Bible and, and, um, and, that, and that text. So, you know, um, we got to look at the fact that um, that's, it's not that old. That's the first thing. It's not that old. And As far know, as the Bible is. So as far as the, um, I mean, the the stories of even of, of the story of Genesis is what I'm saying. That's mm-hmm. supposed to be the first book, and it's based on like you know, uh, uh, evidence or you know, um, the, the timeline, the chronological timeline is it's only like four thousand years. Right. That's right how we get into the timeline. You feel what I'm saying? So, um, we can go into the timeline a little bit. Um, there's something that I went on here, you know, just doing some research and trying to. A little timeline of the Bible. That's interesting. Yeah. Oh yes, of course. This is interesting. This is one of the, the most interesting parts because when you, when you, when people um <laughs> people look at uh, religion and when you say uh, before Christ, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying BC. You know that BC means before Christ. BC means before Christ. And that. What is it? Anadomy means after death. After death. And you just, that's when you feel in religion, you just believe that. Somebody just say that and you're like, oh, that's what it means. You start getting more onto a spiritual path, then you, you look it up and you, you start to do some research and start to find, you know, um, what are they, idiosyncrasies? <laughs> you start to find stuff that doesn't line up, you know, and you, you know. And it just deepens, seem like the more questions I have, the more questions I, I end up having. Because, I, you know, I answer certain questions, but I also open it up to have more questions. 
Right. You know what I'm saying? So, in my research. Um, basically, the timeline of the, even the birth of Jesus will still be before the Christian era. He, uh, the Christian era actually, you know, kind of was ushered in by um, by Paul. I believe his name is Paul. Yes. I'm saying that's who wrote all most of the new most of the books for what we call the New Testament, or um, uh, was the one that was credited for setting up churches. You know what I'm saying? Um, starting the um, you know the Christian era. You know what I mean? So and again we we went that starts at like one now. When they saying we went from four thousand and we came all the way down to one. Which is interesting in and of itself because how can you count down in time? years ahead of time. You ever ask yourself that question? Like, how do you count down in time unless what we're counting is the fall of man down from a height at a certain point and then down, even though we're saying this is the um, genesis or the creation, mm-hmm. saying exactly. that genesis means um, the beginning. You know what I'm saying? And then, but at the same time, we're counting down in time from a, a chronology that's saying 4,000 B.C., Genesis, and it's going all the way down to the birth of Jesus, which was um, 5, five, five BC. B.C. So it's like, okay, so if it means before Christ, was it 5 before Christ when he was actually born? Like, how, did, how could that be? Like, or did he, was he Christ? Like, I don't know. Like, it, it just, it's I mean, really interesting. Again, these are, like, this is Jesas' uh, story, too, as well. Right, you know, and, and we're dealing with different references. Different exactly. Well, you know these, what I'm saying? Um, there are many different versions of what they right. call the Bible. You know right. what I'm saying? So, like, somebody else got a Bible, and, you know, they go to church and say, oh, that don't, they don't say that in my Bible. I'm oh, that don't say that in this down book. about the African Bible, too. I mean. saying, like, before the Europeans had or tampered with or whatever, that we had our own Bible, we had our own thing, mm-hmm. and that, you know, and... I wouldn't doubt it. I mean, I, I really, I don't knock it, but I haven't seen it. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? I have to, that's some reference, that's some research that I would have to do. You know, um, what I have seen, what I have, um, what's come up in my research is the force of the Bible on our people, as, you know, in different ways, in different times, just from different literature and different things that I come across that, where it's telling you, even in the um, black Christian code, where it's saying, like, you know, this is basically what's expected of you. This is, you know, how you're expected to live, to think, to, you know, to act and that. And, you know, at one point, we couldn't read. We weren't allowed to read. We weren't allowed to learn based on, the, you know, what information, you know, we do have about that time when we were, a lot of us, I think, tricked in labor, you know what I'm saying, more so than transported here. But, you know, regardless of how we got there, if we had to endure those types of conditions and we had to go through those things where we were, you know, for generations stripped from the ability of really acknowledging anything, learning, reading, studying in any capacity, practicing any, um, you know, music or spiritual traditions or any of those things so that they could, you know, basically clear out the cultural information and be able to install the, you know, what it was and then, when we could read, the only thing, what we were supposed to read, what we were supposed to read. The Bible. The Bible. I mean, uh, but see, this is the thing, like, even for some of our, um, our um, some of our people, they, they need the Bible. It's needed. You it know, um, I, I as like far as, um, you know, 
the husband wanting to cleanse himself and get himself, you know, uh, get himself up, and, you know, if they, um, you know, out, and, you know, like I'm saying, like, you know, people that's on drugs, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's somebody that does that, you know, that doesn't understand themselves, that doesn't have the willpower to fight for themselves. So they need some type of comfort or something to hold on to that they can, you know, put faith and believe in. And that right. will, you know, what they say, give us, give them strength. You know, right. um, and there are a lot of encouraging things that come from the Bible, you know, through living, you know, through the literature, right. um, through the, the words, um, a lot of this, um, certain scriptures dealing with principles and, you know, a, a certain way of life, you know what I'm saying? Right. So I think that's very well needed for some things, you know what I mean? But again, those things are at a certain level. You know, once you get to a certain level, then you must move forward. You don't stay stuck. But we still use scripture. We still I mean, yeah, but and, you don't. And you don't it can just, be used for different spiritual systems, as we know, too. A lot of people use the Psalms that are not amen. considered Christian that use them for different ritual practices and different things like that. Or people use scripture as affirmations for learn spiritual practices. Um, uh, something I was reading in um, 12 Universal Laws of Success, it, it, it makes a lot of Bible references. And um, and it says that basically the Bible is used as a source of spiritual principle and as a textbook in universal law. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a good point. That's it makes you you know, at one point you, it is about religion and conforming, but then at a point you break free of that and begin to ask your own questions, do your own reasoning, do your own research and grow into your, your spiritual walk and begin to apply the universal principles in, in spiritual laws so that you can continue to grow in, in ascending your spiritual on your path. Right. See, what I get is that I, I understand that the, the um, Bible in its, in, its, you know, in, its, in its text, you know, was passed down. Um, my understanding is it was passed down from, you know, um, our ancient you know, um, or at least pagan in some capacity. Pagan from, in some form, text. and then you know, kind of you know, put into text from you know an, uh, another group of people. You know, saying where people say the Moors or the the, uh, the Masons or the you know. Well, we understand these Bibles, the ones that we use today, were right. constructed by the Council of Nicaea. We know that they um have rearranged and put some things in there, take some stuff out. Move this around, shake this around, put this in, put this in, um, and a lot of brothers will say it's, it's encoded with stuff that you could decode as a board now that you understand cosmology, yes. and numerology, astrology, all of those things, certain physics, and break it down on a whole other level, you know, spiritually. And that's what that's what I'm saying. Like, well, you know, you you got to take the you know the best parts of the book. You know, you got to right. dig into it and really read what it says. You know, what I'm saying like. Um, if you choose, because like we understood reading last night, where in the one passage in Psalms, um, I believe it was Psalms 18, mm-hmm. you know, where we're saying that um, uh, uh, the, the brother had prayed out, right. he had cried out to his Lord, and unto his God, you know, like, and I'll ask the question I asked is that speaking to one person or two person because. He called out to his Lord, and then, mm-hmm. he, cro- and then he cried out unto, unto his God. My God. My yes. God. Yes, of course. Yes, my God. Excuse me. Um, it, it also goes on to say that um, um, God heard him while God was sitting in his temple. God was in the temple. Mm-hmm. 
put God in the temple. It also said that um, God came down. But God came Yes. So God left where? You know, that's just a question. Like, you know, God left. Where did God come from? Right. That he had to come down. down. You know what I'm saying? Now, you know what I mean? Came down from the heaven. Yeah. And and then God going back up? I don't know. I don't know. That's a good question. That's a good question. So I, those are the things that, that's where we that we've been like, literally on a religious level and then started to get into some of the deeper levels of understanding of what we be communicating. Also, I think a lot is lost with the translation of things as well and you know mistranslation mm-hmm. and all of those things. Not understanding words. Right. You know, and the, the true language, meanings language. where words come from. Right. You know, the origin of it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, the etymology. Exactly. Right. And a lot of things, like, we can see something in today's time that, you know, doesn't have no meaning at all to what it has in its historical origin. Or it's just a bit distorted, distorted like marriage. I'm saying it's much more like, distorted now no, because you might like, be trying to write. words are, are just a little distorted, but that yeah. still yeah. makes a big difference. Like, you know, teaching my daughter that marriage and merging and, and sex was one thing at a time, like being married, you know, saying that someone had a certain amount of wives, basically meant that that's what they, you know, they, they merged, you know what I'm saying, in a matter of speaking versus the um, the tradition and paperwork and all of these other things that symbolize getting married to us and now, now, you know, in this day and age, and we're looking at it in that context from before. So how you could apply the thinking um, of today how we live today and, and the connotation of a word to something that meant another, uh, had another definition in another language at another time. Right. But I, I definitely feel like in terms of religion and spirituality, it's an important part of our, our story to really go through and look at um, the different religious systems, and also, I, I feel like we have a value in, 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 in a respect exactly, for all of the exactly. different religious systems. Right. Like the more you look into it, the more you realize that they're all, you know, they're they're very similar. I don't want to say the same, but it's very similar. You know, even if you look at one religion, let's say if you look at Christianity, um, for instance, there's so many different sects of Christianity. Then Catholicism. Or where Christianity is coming from on certain level, you know. So then you got to look at um, when you start getting into Karak uh, and you know just different levels. Because I know I I learned some whole other things about the um, uh, Christ and and all of that when we started getting into on the Nuwakis walk. Because right. then it was like, okay, wow, the three Jesus and Joshua and you, you know the essence, and then you start you go you know, deeper into it. And that's just in one religion, how it can take on so many different shapes and forms. And I believe Dr. Aline said it well when he was like, as many paths up the mountain. Shout out to Dr. Aline. Dr. Aline. Dr. Aline. We love you. <laughs> I'm going to start We're about to start it. Well, what was it? Five heartbeats. That's right. That's right. <laughs> but, um, yeah, you know, definitely, I I feel like that's a good sentiment to hold is that as many paths up the mountain. And when you start 
I feel like the further you go on your spiritual path, then you realize that some people not even, you know, going up the mountain. And some people, you know, racing around the mountain. There's some people in the lake nearby swimming, communing with nature, and that's how they get in age you know, serving the divine on, and then there's some other people in the forest, you know, doing right. something else. Like, so, there's so many different paths on the spiritual, you know, walk or on the journey that we're all taking back to source. Right, and one thing, too, that I, you know, I don't want to sound uh, contradictory about this, you know, I'm about to say, but honestly, I truly feel that, you know, um, if you are practicing, you should be practicing to master yourself. You know what I'm saying? That's what these, uh, with the um, the text is for, to 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 master yourself. The things that you go that, that you go through on a regular daily basis that you're going through is is certain keys and elements that's left in the doctrine so that it'll help you along your path, along your way. So it it helps to bring you know certain people to you know um, closer to oneself. You know. Right. Um, at the same time, though, you know, I'm just saying for me, like, I I just can't, I don't feel like I, I gotta be one thing. Like, you know what I'm saying? I gotta be, I gotta be uh, Muslim, I gotta be Christian, I gotta be this, I gotta be that, you know what I'm saying? I am what I am. You know, um, I'm a more, that's it. Like, mores, mores, you know, we deal with morality, morality, you know what I'm saying? We the morals, you know what I'm saying? We the true and living gods right now walking on earth, so... You know, that's what I represent. I'm weird. My teacher taught me, again, shout out to Dr. Eileen, we're universal people. Right. You know what I'm saying? The whole universe is ours. Not one place. Everything is ours. Right. You know what I'm saying? We we all connected to all of this. Level, level, and on 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 this physical plane. We down right. here in the on the on the earth. This is our earth. We're global people. We not just one from one place. Right. We global. You know what I'm saying? We everywhere. You know what I'm saying? And if you go and do research, you will find remnants of some, you know, um, uh, if you really start digging, you don't really got to dig that much in certain places. They'll just jump out at you. You know what I'm saying? You know, um, some some tropical people all around this planet Earth. Everywhere you go. You know what I'm saying? Everywhere you go. So, you know, like, all, I had a conversation with my, my um, again, I, you know, I always have a conversation with my parents because, you know, again, they, um, they, they, um, they're Christians. So, you know, dealing with certain um, aspects, I just ask, I ask a lot of questions, you know, because I've seen my parents come from one place to another, you know what I'm saying, where, you know, um, I'm not, my, my parents were on drugs, they were on drugs, they, they had some problems with alcohol and stuff like that, but, you know, once they got to a certain point with themselves, you know, they they took on the religious aspect and it made them better people. Right. You know what I'm saying? Not only for me, but for themselves. They they had to testify like they we're gonna just testify how good God is. You know what I'm saying? And right. and they, they stand up there they and they, that's right. And they give their mm-hmm. glory. They yes, they've been saved from, you know, I want. I got a story I want to read about that, so I, I want to come back to say exactly. They give it, you know, the, the uh, let, uh, um, glory to, to God for, you know, uh, saving their lives and you know, uh, putting food on the table, making sure they got roof over their head, and that, you know, God keeping them from, you know, harm and all these things. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, that's what's working for them. And if it helps them to get, you know, closer to, you know, themselves, then 
all praise is still. I love it. You know what I'm saying? You know, uh, but I just say, like, you know, to me, like, I speak to my parents, I tell them, you know, somebody like myself, you know, like, I have to stretch. Um, I mean, I have to stretch because I'm just not really, you know, I'm not limited to anything, so, you know. The world is big, and, like, you know, it's so, so vast, you know what I'm saying? Like, we got people that speak different languages that live right next door to us, and we don't even know how to communicate because we don't understand each other's languages. Like, we live in environments where there's, uh, uh, especially um, urban neighborhoods, a lot of Spanish, black, Mexican, you know, uh, a lot of different um, um, ethnic groups living right next door to each other, around, right in the same neighborhood, um, all the same little stores right there in the same neighborhood, and we really don't communicate because we don't know each other's language. These are small things, you know what I'm saying, that can easily be, you know, um, fixed if, you know, like, we take the time to learn the language. Learn what 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 um um these what what certain words mean and where they come from. That's why I'm I'm saying like this, there's no limit to what you know who I am because of who we are as people. Right. Who we are because there's so many mean. ways we can expand, exactly. and grow, and, and learn. Exactly. the same place, you know, and share. And I, I feel like that's what it's about. Like we're still, regardless of whether we recognize it or not, we're still all moving into the same. We're still all moving in the same direction on on a certain level because I do feel like. You know, there are some. There is a great divide, and I, I've witnessed that more so lately than any other time in my life. Where, you know, some people are moving in one direction and some moving in another. And, um, you know, definitely religion alone will not save you. You know what I'm saying? You have to. You got to move past that. You know what I'm saying? Um, you have to begin to open yourself up and and be willing to grow and learn and ask questions and you know, continue to move on the path. Uh, I, I want to read this story about being safe because this was a funny story I read the other day. Um, so, and, and again, it's from um, The Spirit of a Man, uh, written by Ayama Van Zandt. So it says, a male friend of mine was walking in downtown Philadelphia when he was approached by a wide-eyed woman. Are you safe? Are you safe? She repeatedly demanded to know. He stopped walking as she circled him pulling Bible when he could get a word in, he calmly asked her, what do I have to be saved from? She reminded him that he was born in sin and he needed to be washed in the blood. Unsuccessfully, he tried to get, he tried to get her to explain why his parents' act of love was sin and why he needed to be saved from what they had done. She ignored his questions and continued to quote scripture. When she had exhausted her efforts to get him to admit to and change her sinful ways, she began to pray for his salvation. Dear Lord, save this sinning heathen. While she is, you know, she's screaming. While she prayed, he asked her, if your Lord were here talking to me, do you think he would be screaming and hollering in my face? If you are a representation of how your Lord behaves, I don't want anything to do with him. That's why you need to be saved, she screamed at him. You don't know who you are. You need to be saved from yourself. And so it says, what do black men need to be saved from? Is it themselves? Is it the world? I believe black men need to be saved from the bad thoughts you have about yourself and the bad habits you have picked up. I believe you need to be saved from negative self-talk and negative self-images. More important, I know black men need to be saved from ignorance. The ignorance about the power of the spirit within you, the spirit that sustains your life, the spirit that breathes through you and controls your bodily functions. And I think that's something that's so important for us to recognize on the spiritual path is the breath. And so as we get into spirituality, um, 
you know, and even without knowing it, you know, what's funny is when you get upset, right, and these are some of the sorts of things that I noticed on my past, right, when you get upset, you huff, like, you you know, let's say you, you can't find something and you're angry and, you you know, you, you're moving around and you, you're trying to find it and you, <sighs> and so really, you're venting, you're getting those toxic thoughts and feelings out now, not in the, in the best of ways because a lot of times the things that you're saying when they're, when it's negative things and it's not affirming and it's not positive, you, it's still a level of karma. I, I feel like you are, um, you have to be watchful of your words because the word is God. But at the same time, you're getting it out. It's not staying stored in you. It's not your story. It's, that energy is, is being purged out of your body, and you're breathing out. <sighs> now, it could be a deeper breath, which will take you into a deeper level of consciousness, which will be better, but at least you're breathing because when you get angry and you're just being still, a lot of times we hold our breath unconsciously. So that's mm-hmm. something, you know, that we have to look at, too. You know, I feel like it's important for us to study different um, spiritual schools of thought and, you know, study under different masters and master teachers and, and um, you know, because it's, it's so many people out here on the journey that are sharing such powerful things and, you know, wherever whatever it is that you need to know or what you're looking for, there's somebody else that needed to know that that was looking for it too. And so just by sharing our journey, a lot of times we learn from each other. So that's dope. But I feel like it's important for us to learn from our experience as well. For instance, when you're mad, it's difficult to take a deep breath. Once you start putting the energy into taking a deep breath, by the time you start to breathe deeper, you're you're out of that state of mind. You're out of that state of being. Your heart rate slows. Your stuff is beginning to calm down. Your systems, your biochemistry is changing. And so you can you can see it in the reverse. When you just begin to take a deep breath, when you know, when even the old folks used to say that, just calm down, take a deep breath. You know, it was it was a level, you know, to wisdom with that. When they would just say that, just stop for a second, calm down, be still, take a deep breath. You know what I'm saying? Because then you're gonna begin to come back to your right mind. The oxygen and stuff is gonna start flowing again. You know, and so the ancients had all of these spiritual techniques and practices that are starting to resurface now. Right. That are you know that are breathing techniques, and um, and it's so much to go into about that. But I, I just feel like that's an important um, factor, just on any spiritual level, on any level of of wellness, that factors in on every level. Um, so it corresponds with all of the different paths of the mountain. Right. Right. I always say you know when you talk when you look at spirituality and you look at some of the most spiritual people like that you see. I, I say it to, to people from like, you know, um, China, the Tibetan people, or the people that be sitting up there the monks, that's some serious, med- they, they, all they do is meditate all day. Meditate, you know, getting a little closer to the self or dealing with, you know, the higher the higher um, aspects of who we are, you know what I'm saying, not engaging in certain things. And, you know, uh, initially those were a lot of our practices, and that's why, I mean, you know, we went away from these customs. You know, um, our way of life, you know what I'm saying? Some of us, you know, chose to just go a, a different way, you know what I'm saying? Some of us were forced, you know, but no matter how you look at it, we went away from our customs. You know, and getting back into even um, uh, religion, getting back to religion will help people get more into their spiritual aspect of themselves, get more closer to spirituality. 
I won't say just necessarily just no, you know, it's not a way of you know, like religion itself. Like it's not necessary. It's not ne- I'm saying it I is necessary. I feel like it's necessary. You know what I'm saying? But it's we gotta reach. So we gotta expand. Like that's the reason why we're still evolving. That's why we are. It's important to it's important to go back to our ancestors and get back to some of the ways and some of the things that we practiced before. But I feel like there's a reason for the for having these experiences. It's a reason why we're not just sitting meditating and just not doing anything and not having any experience of life. Because we need confirmation on those spiritual practices to be able to know it on the emotional level where you can really actually manifest what you're, what you're uh, meditating on. Because unless you really feel it inside, you right. know, your heart and you're able to balance that mind and that heart, you're not, it, it ain't going down. It's not going down. You, you got one, one piece of the puzzle and not the other. Right. And just like, you know, when we deal with patriarchy, it's still the same thing. Like, we have got to get the balance. You can't have one side and not the other. And I feel like you know, one side is not just pure and, you know, just the right way and, you know, everything. That, so we were just totally spiritual and we just sat and, and just, um, you know, meditated and, and, you know, we never had any experience or anything. We kept ourselves from, um, you know, in other things and, you know, um, didn't have any interaction and all those things. I do feel like that'll take you to a height on a certain level, but I also feel like there's a depth there's a depth of experience. There's a depth of the soul. There's a depth of learning and expanding that has to be done in order for the fullness of the Creator to be glorified. Mm-hmm. Because that's why we're still having these experiences. That's why we're still here. That's why we're still incarnating. That's why we're still. I do feel like, in part, it is a prison. It is a trap on a certain level to the spirit, but it's a necessary stage of development for us. And that each of us embodies one perspective or one spark or one feeling or one thought of the divine that, that needs to be experienced. I, I'm, you know I, I totally agree because I feel like, you know, um, circumstances of, you know, um, things that put on historical events, those, the circumstances of that ultimately, ultimately would make us the, the best people that we could possibly be in need well, it's all in our to, exactly. So you, know. you, you have to go through certain things in order, like uh, Jesus said, "Ye shall do greater works." Mm-hmm. You know, after you know, you know, when I'm gone. You, right. You know, you know, the books itself said, you know, you're going to do greater works, meaning your practices, things that you um, get into. Now, right. You know, give um, you a reference point too. Your evolution. Mean. You know what I mean? Your the way you evolve. Right. You know, it's going to be. It's going to be um, even greater in this day and time because things in the hand. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, you all, you are all your ancestors. So now it's just like all coming mm-hmm. out. The this, last dragon. Exactly. The last dragon. Mm-hmm. You know, um, turning into that golden dragon. You know right. what I'm saying? You coming right. out like you know what I mean? Right. Like, you know, this, so you this, need the depth of your experience exactly. to so make you, it a potent. You right. know, to you, give you that power. You can't tell somebody or talk to somebody or. Communicate with somebody about drugs and you never really do drugs. You can't tell somebody on any level, anything like that. Like, I've been here in this country, living for all my life for 35 years. I've never experienced the alcohol. It's like, okay, great, but you ain't have to live what I'm living. Like, if I was there, I would be in perfect harmony too. But in my life, I'm moving to this, and so I need to be able to find harmony and peace and balance in this type of situation. Mm-hmm. And so that is a depth of experience where we're able to grow and expand even beyond the experience of where everything, you 
know, where the, the everything is set, yeah. and then you're able to be at peace and all right. of that. Look at all the scriptural references, and you can go into any of the books that's filled going. with the same type of references yes. of somebody being in the fire. You going through this. You, you hell, facing like, the giant. You, you know, all of these different things are yep. happening to you, and you're having to draw upon the character or strength of spirit or being yeah. and know that you are, you know, capable of overcoming, of, of limitless, you know, victory and success. And you want to lie You're having to pull it out and draw it out of yourself and out of your experience. Exactly. You know what exactly. I'm saying? The experience is not just floating on a cloud and then everything. If that was exactly. the case, we would never even need to come into these homes. Right. You know what I'm saying? So we're integrating this information, even on the gender level. Right. We're having to experience what it is not to be whole in order to come into wholeness. Mm. You know, and to really glorify and have the fullness and the extent of the experience of what it is not to be whole. So to be whole so that you can really savor and be able to really glorify and really personify what it is to be whole. Mm. Right. It's definitely dope. I, I find even just, I'm learning so much, you know, just being on the land and learning from different people and, and different people's perspectives and, right. and just being able to broaden my perspective, you know, because we all learn from each other, you know what I'm saying? And just because we don't have the same standing or the same background or the same um, tools of thought or the thought process, doesn't mean that we can't learn from each other and can be, you know, expand our own level of consciousness and also begin to, um, you know, just grow in our practice. What will make a man? What will make a man, you know, saying a better man, you know, saying in that type of setting? If there were all everybody was the same, then everything the same. Everybody got this. We all got the same um, tool belt. Know what I'm saying the same you know, color and everything, the same, tool, it's the same and tools and everything. But if we all have shapes, if you have different tools, yours is a little bit longer. You can show me how to do things with that tool that I've never used before. Mm-hmm. You know, um, that's what you know. You, you may have a, a, something that 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 chops into you know big heavy pieces of rock, and I may have something that just sure. chisels away exactly. to get a small you know, you know detailed definition to you know whatever, and, and together we can make something massive but very detailed, right. where if I would have been doing it by myself, I wouldn't have been able to make anything massive. It would have taken me my whole life trying to mm-hmm. chisel away, mm-hmm. and you wouldn't have been able to make anything intricate, because yeah. you're breaking it by the time you're trying, exactly. you know. And so, when we get to the point of not saying, no, this is the right tool, you know, to use for my craft, and yours is the wrong one, and here, use mine, and all of that, and we begin to, I feel like, respect and value each other's tools, or the thought, or religion, um, background or whatever it is, or, or even just the practices themselves. Like I feel like there's so much to learn. Just to give an example, um, you know, we were having a whole conversation about fasting because you know Ramadan started, and you know, and I really didn't know. It's a lot that I don't know, and so I was just asking some questions about you know what it is, and you know, and all of those things. So I wanted to really just see, you know, just as an experiment a little bit with fasting for a couple of days. And one thing just off the top of my head that, you know, I wanted to really just share back when, you know, we were able to connect again is, is how my dreams were affected. Mm-hmm. My dreams were different. This, I mean, for the first time now, I've flown in my dreams lots of times, right? And at certain times, I'm flying more in my dreams than other times. Now, this time, though, it was totally different because I landed, like, I landed off. It was like I felt the grass and 
everything as I was landing in was like a soft landing. Whereas before, I was more afraid, like, when I landed. Oh, I'm, you know, it was like I'm falling when I landed oh, before. That's a, that's a versus now, it's like falling. I controlled the landing. Like, I was more lucid. So it was like, okay. So what's going into my body and my habits and, and, and things, you know, and just seeing just a small glimpse of how, you know, in effect, and, that, and just giving that as a reference of how we learn from each other. Now, I, I never fasted for Ramadan, you know, but just a little, you know, respect and reverence for someone else's way of doing things based on their spiritual practice or religious backing or whatever, you know, and a little bit of application in my own spiritual walk helped me to learn certain things about myself and my body and how, how I'm affected and how fasting might help me. So, and I, I just, yeah, I wanted to use that as an example, but I feel like it's important for us to really respect each other's past and learn from each other, and, um, you know, whether it's religion or spirituality, and um, and really begin to come together more. It takes, it more. takes uh, one to get to the other. That's right. what I was saying. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you know, graduation. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, after, um, you know, after college, you know what I'm saying, you go on, you know, you go on to get your doctors and all them things. Now you go, you start getting some math. Like you started with three. Yeah, you started from kindergarten, you know, from the bottom up. You elementary, know what I'm elementary. Yeah, exactly. You know? No, you go to preschool first. Hey, no, nowadays they got. Some people got the look. My baby thing was the thing. No, they school thing. No, he didn't start and all that. I was like, no. Oh. My baby was still learning about it. Exactly. You know, but they got those. Um, they got these first schools that start from home. They were right. able to carry some of those things. When they did go into, you know, the school system, they were able to carry themselves and know who they were, you know, versus going into schools just totally blind. That's you a tender spot. There were um, spiritual ad, um, principles that was, you know, bestowed um, upon the children and right. religious principles. Right. You know what I'm saying? You, you know, um, right in the doctrine of the Bible where it says, you know, um, Jesus said, "Do unto others as you would like them doing to do." That's the basic principle. Like, did you carry that, Mike? All of them are exactly. spiritual, you know basic principles. If you can apply them in a spiritual context, or if you can, exactly. you can be caught up in the dogma of religion using the same books and same information. It's, it's really the, just the level of, you know, whether it's about just conforming and taking things literally and by the letter and being more so, you know, wearing it outwardly. I feel like, in, in my own definition of what it is to be religious is wearing something outwardly. Like you go to church, I go to church every Sunday. You know what I'm saying? Or I read my Bible. But it's not an application of a spiritual walk and a soul journey that you're really on. It's just about making sure that you do and comply with all of the rules and follow all of the traditions. Mm-hmm. So I'm a good Christian woman and this is good, you know. Meanwhile, you might be living contradictory, there might be a lot of conflicting things, but you're not invested enough in your spiritual walk at that point to be able to challenge yourself to be able to move through and, and, you know, be honest with yourself, ask yourself a question, you know, start to apply the principles or whatever that might be. That's right. You know what I'm saying? Move through it. You know what I'm saying? Instead of getting down, oh, Lord, forgive me, I did the same thing I always keep on doing, but... You know my heart, Jesus, and I just want us, you know, thank you for everything, and please continue to bless me. I'm going to be in church on Sunday, and you know what I'm saying? And I, I don't, you know, I don't say that to knock anybody, but I'm just saying that that's the beginning stages of it, and I feel like that's the elementary school of spirituality, and that's the religious aspect of it. Mm-hmm. But those same books and, and 
test could be used throughout your spiritual walk on the old and gray, you could still be opening up that same book. Every single day. And, and, and be in the depth. So it's not the book. You know what I'm saying? We can't just burn up the books and throw the books away. Uh-huh. They might have been tampered with, tainted, switched around, counsel and not see it and came in, changed up half the junk, leave stuff out, you know, whatever has happened. Um, That's what I'm You know, um, um, Dr. Rook called Paul the deceiver. He said that, you know, many of the books that were written, you know, and, and talked about a lot of the different books and what happened and what, you know, which ones serve what purpose. But then you can we can get off Christianity right now and look at Islam and say the same thing. Now I said all the sex and all that stuff with um the sectors of Christianity. But well, look at Islam. Islam, you got the nation of Islam, then you got Islamism. You know, that a lot of more practice. You got um uh, Orthodox um, you got Sunnis. You got the Sunnis, exactly. She you I got Sufi. Yeah, it's Sufism, exactly. You know, it's so many different you know what I'm saying? Then we say Islam, and people are confused by that because they don't understand when we're, when we're saying Islam, we're saying, you know, I tough law master. So, you know, when we, I mean, and so there's where a lot of confusion and, and things can come in again, and it could be taken in a religious context, or it can be taken into a spiritual, um, on your spiritual path, and, and be used to, to learn and grow and build and, and all of these things. So, you know, if you start getting into Mathematics and start getting into then you know you get to a certain point where you start incorporating everything together and really respecting the cosmology. You know what I'm saying? Where all of the different schools of thought and systems and even science and, and all of these things are drawn from. You know what I'm saying? So I much respect to everybody and, and, and all wherever the- you are on your path, wherever you are on the walk, just keep walking. You know what I'm saying? Be a little less quick to judge the next person and just recognize that you don't know everything either. Like, we're all still learning. We're all still journeying. Some of us know a whole hell of a lot more than others. I definitely will say that. And, you know, a lot of reverence do and respect due to the adepts and, and the people who, you know, are paving the way even right now and, you know, uncovering new facts and information. That's even something that we were just discussing on the phone, facts and the truth. Mm-hmm. Is the truth the fact? Uh, in some respects, the fact can change, and the truth is immutable. So what does that mean? It means that, you know what I'm saying? So we're still continuing to go up the levels, like you said, to gain new degrees of, of knowledge and information and all of that. You know, we're still all learning from each other, hopefully, and we'll continue to do so and all going in our, you know, on our path. Man, we are we are growing and learning from each other because again these these um these religious systems and spiritual systems have been around for more than, you know, my job. Right. And I just was saying today that I could trace back like, you know, uh like four something generations, like my my to my great great grandmother. A great 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 grandmother. You know what I'm saying? That we've traced back that far. So you know, I, I've gotten to that's that's from Lincoln. You know, yeah. understanding my people. people don't have that um, um, that's from my ancestry. And I'm telling my dad, well, I'm like, yo, it, this is not going to stop. If we, if the further we can go, it's just going to keep on going back and back. Yeah. I said, but because of you know uh, records and things like that, where it kept in in certain times, you're not going to get that. Right. You know what I'm saying? I think a lot of stuff is destroyed and lost and things. We kept family books. Family records, yeah. tribal records, and all of those things, you know, at different points of 
And um, it wasn't until I feel like a lot of the, the you know, colonial powers that came in and started renaming and reclaiming and, and segregating and, you know what I'm saying, all of that, that a lot of that information was lost over a couple of generations of, you know, identifying ourselves as other than who we really are, getting all mixed up and confused and being shifted. That's cool. That's cool. That's cool. Right. But you, you know that saying, you know, what, you know, what's once hidden will now, you know, come to the light. You know what I mean? So when you try to like try to hide something and put it in darkness, and you try like you, you secretly about to do some bullshit, like it's not gonna happen. But That's what things are for. But you can't like do things secretly and think like, oh yeah, this is you know, I'm hiding this from someone. You right. can't. That's not gonna be able to happen nowadays. Especially not something that's in their genes. Exactly. <laughs> You can't hide something that's memory. Yeah, you can hide the um the, the books and stuff like that. That's okay. You can't hide the books and all the information, but you can't find you can't hide what's what's already in me. Right. You know what I'm saying? What's innate just sitting there waiting for me to awaken it. You know, um and I'm thankful for, you know, um all the brothers and sisters that's on the path, that's opening the door and to have paved the way for us to, you know, go through these schools of thought and to um ensure us to, you know, truly study and engage, you know, the information so that we get the, you know, the proper teachings from it. You know, we get the proper knowledge from it. You know what I'm saying? We get what we, you know, um, um, what we're looking for when we actually engage in the information. That we're able to decode and break it down, you know, um, um, put it into our daily walk in, in life. You know what I'm saying? And uh, then put the book back on the shelf. You know what I'm saying? And only use it when it's time to reference them because then... You, you have already mastered certain things. Now, if you move on, right. you know what I mean? Like Leroy, his, his teacher, like, yo, Leroy, what else you want me to do? Like, I can't teach you nothing else no more. Like, you got to know you the master on your own. You're going right. to find it, but only you can say it. Only you can find it. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So, you know, you can be still like, there's one place. And it is there. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I know it's there. You know what I'm saying? I, I gave you what I can give you, brother. Like now, you know. But here's where the experience comes in. Because then you just, and that's the end. Like, mm-hmm. you know, and, that, and that's what we mm-hmm. have to go to. Here's one of my depth of experiences again. That's right. Now, when he was in the thing, he was the master. He was the one teaching. Not the master, but he was the teacher. He was teaching. He had his pupils and all that when he was in his, in his own environment that he can control. But when he got caught up in a life situation where he had to experience his adversary, come up against his adversary. Then he had to pull it out of himself to finally realize or finally recognize or remember who is the master for real. And then all of the things started coming up in his mind's eye when he was getting dunked in that water. And that, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. And and when and he and he asked him a question, who's the master? And he wanted him to say it. You know what I'm saying? He wanted to say he was the master and surrender. Right. And give up. He wasn't gonna do it. And when he heard that he heard his woman she said, you sure look like a master to me. And his mom, she said, Again, on the lesser scale, 
he knew he he was dealing with mastery. He already knew, like, yo, I'm the master. Period. I don't got no doubt in my mind. Nobody can tell me I ain't the master. You know what I'm saying? Leroy, he, you know, he had to find that on his, to, to himself. He had to go through something to get to that point. You know what I mean? And, and, you know, and even um, the brother, you know, obviously, he would have had to get to some, go through something, too, to know that he was the master. He probably did some ass with him. Right. You know what I'm saying? And ain't nobody whooping. So I know I'm the master. I've been all right whooping that. And he's and terrorizing. Yep, and terrorizing shit. You know what I'm saying? Doing whatever I have to to prove that I'm the master. And proving it to yourself. And Even to though himself. whatever whatever his experience was, he might have had to, that's the way he had to prove it to himself as far as moving through it. You know, he might have, he might have had to whoop more people than that. So we all have to reach toward our own level of mastery of whatever that is that we're applying. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's a journey that we're all taking, but we just, our, each journey is different. Right. Well, we're all seeking to be the master. We're all learning from other masters, you know, mm-hmm. and, and from other people that's just on the journey. That's what I love about it. You know, my baby. Yep, you know what I'm saying? The dragonflies outside talking to me, the birds, the squirrels. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? The wind at a certain time, I'm learning from. So, and I'm, I'm just thankful and just grateful to have that, not that level of spirituality. Yep. Where any book can speak. Shit, I got a cousin that they said he, um, he crazy. He just mm-hmm. sat right outside and told me the other day, he said, shit, well, I come out here and command nature. And I, I call the wind and the birds and all, everything start moving. That's right. Yeah, but they say he out of his mind. I said, man, he nah, ain't going to sound like he out of his mind to me. Sound like he's actually applying the mm-hmm. spiritual principles mm-hmm. in the book instead of looking at it as a literal story that's being told about from other people that has nothing to do with you from 2,000 to 3,000 years ago. And you just reading about it in, in interest and, and in, um, you know, in awe. Like, wow, these are some really interesting things and people and times and Right, oh, that right. one time, but but did this, and you know what I'm saying. And where do you live now? Oh, that was here, and you know, blah blah blah. You know what I'm saying. And that's just one level of experience. But when you go outside and say, wait a minute, let me try this um, command and nature thing. Right. Say, well, I'm, I'm gonna speak to you know nature, and it's and it's gonna respond to me, and I have command over the the animals, and you know what I'm saying. Right. Look at our ancestors. Like they they made it rain. They knew how to make it. You know, yeah. look, we're going to get out here, do a rain dance, you know, or, right. or you know, I mean, you know, do some things that's going to help right, right, right now for our crops to grow. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We, these cats are doing stuff piercing the clouds in the sky by telling the clouds to leave and, and you know, and uh, staring at the ripple. clouds. Exactly. Look, we was doing, we was doing staring at the clouds and making them disappear and dissolve into the blues some years back with um, James Wilcoffer. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just to see if it works. Like, okay, work, all about there at the clouds and just tell it to dissipate, dissipate. And started doing it with our baby. And we're like, wow, this is perfect. So obviously, you know, there is a level of correspondence where we're able to communicate and, or, you know, communicate and, and things correspond with us on that level. You know what I'm saying? And even down to our, onto our own biochemistry, like we're talking about. You know what I'm and saying? So we can you, command nature. Exactly. These are things that we need to be in touch with. Well, a lot of the spiritual systems is on it, too. You know what I'm saying? That, like you said, a lot of the traditions and things that we got away from and a lot of the practices and stuff that we, we don't know. A lot of it we've been afraid, you know. You've afraid been, to touch. Yeah, yep. we've been, you know, to we've touch. been tricked into being afraid. You know 
saying? And be, because of this Western um, educational system, too, like, that totally, like, blinded us up so much of the, um, the true information. Exactly. Yeah, the true information of, you know, who we are and in depth, like, uh, concepts of who we are. Like, oh, no, y'all just got changed and, you know, y'all came straight from Africa. You know, y'all, y'all ain't never do shit in, in um, America. You know, y'all was, you know, y'all couldn't even speak. Y'all, you know, y'all can't read and write. Y'all didn't read and write when we said y'all can read and write. And, you know, a lot of that stuff has totally destroyed us to this day right now. You know what I'm saying? We still got the woolly the literature. You know what I'm saying? Trying to deactivate. You know what I'm saying? And that's where a lot of the bickering and fighting and all those things come in about who's right and who's wrong because that's the woolly that's the woolly thing. That's it's exactly really, what that is. It's really the most deficient aspect of ourselves that we're just operating on that level. The level of lack the level of duality and being stuck and thinking that we have to be dualistic where it's one or the other. And you're you know what I'm saying? And not recognizing collectivism, not recognizing that God is omnipresent and that you know what I'm saying? All things have consciousness. These are these are universal principles that our ancestors did know. You know what I'm saying? And passed down in certain ways but a lot of it, you know, was lost in the world. Right. So you know, who we're I don't want to say we're stuck. A lot of us are though, just being honest, because we're not able to get past the level of programming. It's like the default programming that you don't know where it's coming from on your computer. As soon as you click the thing, the other pictures come in. Mm-hmm. You don't know where it's installed, you don't know why it's installed. You wish it wasn't installed because it pops in right at the wrong time every single time, but it pops in. And somebody can trick you into accepting at the end of that agreement. And you don't click it, and now you got all that crap on your computer. And now, and the same thing is happening to us. You turn on the TV and accept what we're seeing on a subconscious or unconscious level, what we're hearing, and all these other things, and being pulled by our senses and being pulled by all of these other things, and and that's the problem. To where even you know we talk about emotions and you know our interpretation of emotions, but we dealing with the lowermost part of our emotions. We start getting to the higher levels of emotions that are you know once you start integrating that high mind, then your desires are even infused with the will of God or the kingdom of God. And so the things that you desire most in your women and your drawn towards you is for the good of you, and the good of all involved, and for the progression. You don't have no wicked mind um, desires where you're going to be taught. It's not going to be stuck there anymore because you've already ascended beyond those lower most, most points in yourself and your, your way of being. So we're learning from people who are, you know, professing to be the leaders and the teachers and the educators and the, and the spiritual adepts, but at the same time, they're dealing with a lower most point are part of who we are as humanity. Mm. So once we recognize, okay, they're not right and we're not wrong, and we begin to start delving into who we are, where we come from, and some of the arts and, and, and practices, principles that we subscribe to before, and start expanding on them, finding them, integrating that into our system, get them other people, um, systems and programs and stuff out of here. Well, you got to get, um, get the cleaner, though. Yeah, you got to get that cleaner. <laughs> you got to get that cleaner. If you don't got you know, the program cleaner, how you going to get it out? You know what I mean? So you got to, like, you know, kind of be... That's the breath. 
That's it. That's the breath. That's it. Because as soon as you start breathing, you start to clear that old mess out. And the more you get into different breathing practices, there's so many different scientific breathing practices that have been proven on so many levels to have different effects. And different spiritual systems, um, you know, it's called different things and all of that, but you find that it is a part, you know, once I heard that said, I started really just looking at everything you see. Is it here? Is it here? Is it everywhere? Of course it is. The it's breath is everywhere. everything. You, know, you don't live breath, without breath. That breath. You don't you know live without the breath, so give the it. The breath you know. of God, the breath of life. That's right. You know, the, the spirit of God has blown into the lungs of Adam. Right. You know what I'm saying? So if that's the, the breath, that's your life form or your life force. That right. is also, that's the God. Because it's the spirit of God that he blew inside that the, the body. So there's God right there. So who are you? I must be God. I'm saying, I didn't say I was the creator. I said I must be God. You know, simply because the breath being blown into the lungs of the, the actual being from the, what, we, what we would call, you know, God. And his image and in his life. Now, another thing is, Whose story is that? Because that's that story again is like four thousand years old. So I, you know, it's older than that. But you're talking about six thousand years old. Let's say even man. That's but it's you know it's the same. It's the oldest story ever told, really. But it's just being you know we're just going through eras and cycles of time. Right. So, but that's not before the Christian era. The Christian era didn't come into, you know, some time after that. So, you know, whose story really is it? And if it was religion, what would the name? Because it's not, again, it's before the era of Christianity when all these things are happening. How does the the book get adopted? We're trying to call something that's to different people in, in different times and, put it in and say it is one thing. Like, what is this called? It's called. I can't just be called one thing because there's people everywhere practicing Exactly. And so how does it, my thing is, how does, get, um, how does it get the name Christianity? Or the Christian era? That's all I'm asking. Well, how because it's, it? it's about Christ consciousness. But again, Christ consciousness being taught in a biblical sense based on these parables and these things is a, is a, like a building block learning about the principles that are involved in getting to Christ's consciousness and operating on that plane. So, you know what I'm saying? First, we have to understand it on a level that doesn't have anything to do with us, I guess, so that we can, you know, accept it for the totality of what it is and its greatness and all of that and, and still feel lowly in and of ourselves and be humble. Then, at a certain point, we have to grow in, you know, grow in our, our old opinion of what it is, and then begin to apply it as our own spiritual walk now, beginning to embody and become this, you know, you know, that embodies this level of consciousness. I'm just saying, that's my interpretation of why you know, how we move through school of thought and why. Well, I'm just saying, like, even I asked, I asked somebody, you know, again, Jesus, did he ever say he had a religion? 
oh, no. or any of the. Um, kind of questions like that. That's that's my point. Like so, like. Was what, he an essence? Would that be considered a religion, or would that be considered a group, or would that be considered like what would that be called? Like, and that's what I'm saying. He, at a certain point, it's like all of that, you know, investment into. At a certain point, when you're breaking free of religion and actually beginning to apply and accept and, you know, I try not to use belief and faith, but begin to feel, you know what I'm saying, and sense that this is true for you. That's why you don't, you know what I'm saying? I'm saying, that's why you don't knock the, the people that, you know, because again, they're using the tools that help them get to where they are. Just like myself, I'm using the Bible, I'm using God, I'm using every single doctrine, or I'm going to study every single information that I can because it's all irrelevant. It's all, I mean, it's all relevant. It's all a part of, you know, your evolution, your growth. You don't get to um, uh, your highest self without doing the studying, without, you know, finding out about yourself. You know what I mean? You have to like, you know, you, you take the books, um, the doctrines, you read them, you study them, and then you put those things into your everyday walk of life to learn to master yourself, to become your highest self, you know, to become the force, you know, to become the, the one, the Neo. You know what I'm saying? As you work with, all, with the fifth element. You know, that's what we're moving into. You know what I'm saying? We move into that place where you you the one. Every every we are the one. So, you know, and they say, um, every, it's always one in every family. Somebody gotta break the mold. You know what I'm saying? So you find it, you know, I, I feel like, you know, I've gotten to a place where I I, I truly feel like like that about myself. Like, being the one is being like being the master though. Exactly. It's like you have you have to get to a point. Remember the part of the movie where he was like, well, I ain't I'm a master. I'm not a master. I'm, you know, I'm studying. We're still studying our purpose of being the one, even though we know we're the one. Like, okay, Neo, you know what I'm saying? It was it was prophesied that he was the one, right, in the movie. But then, at you know, at a point, it was like he had to, he was questioning it, and he had to come to knowing through a period of working to believe that he could be the one. Right. He went to the oracle and everything, and he asked him, like, well, what does that mean? Am I the one? She's like, no, she told him what she knew she needed to tell him because she knew that he had that rebellious spirit that if she would have just said, you're the one, he wouldn't even believe that. Right. She right. said, no, you ain't the one. So he could, he could move through the process that was necessary. And this is what your soul does. It chooses these experiences and all of this because it knows what your stubborn ass is going to have to go through in order for you to like grow in the way that you need to grow in order to come into the knowledge that you are the one, you are the master. Right. You know what I'm saying, and move on that, and move in that process, or be propelled really, or whatever got the wrong. You know what I'm saying. Well, you choose yeah, whether it's willingly or willfully. I'm We're mastering certain things. That's like different capabilities of practicing mastery and working toward mastery on others. Exactly. You know what I mean. And ain't that the, the process that everybody is, you I know, is on dealing with? Because if you already got it all figured out, you're still here. Or you come in here and leaving and coming back, or you like, you know what I'm saying? Because if that's the case, you start it all down, like, you know what I'm saying? I think we're all still finding it. Right. 
Well, you know, again, like, I, I, I feel for, for myself, like, it's, it's definitely been a crazy journey. You know what I'm saying? And a journey from, like, you know, I say from about the age of seven, eight years old. That's when I really, like, I feel like I came, I was weak. Right. I started really, like, seeing things. By the time I was, I was six, seven years old, I started to realize things about myself. Then, then I knew, like, certain things I was capable of doing. Like, you know what I mean? Um, singing and, you know, doing music and all that stuff. I already seen that. I already knew I could do it. I could possibly, you know, be something great in the world. But I was at 87. I was like, oh, I'm, I really could do this for the rest of my life. And I've, I've been doing it for the rest of my life. Yeah. You know, over 20 years now, you know, uh, we've been doing music. Uh, more in the music industry or in that field. You know, entertainment. So, you know what I mean? Um, that's been a plus for me, you know what I mean? So that, that has helped me grow, grow in my uh, in my place dealing with religion and spirituality. You know what I'm saying? Growing from religion and moving into spirituality. Would you say that music is a part of that? Or music yeah, is a part of your spiritual process oh, and your spiritual man, path? What a, what a place. What yeah. a place because that's, you know, even, okay, let's say when, when I was younger and the, mm-hmm. the way I made songs when I was younger versus like, you know, what I, the songs I think about now, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, my experience in life, you know what I mean? Uh, like my knowledge now, you know what I'm saying? Um, the growth. Right. You know yeah, you know I'm saying? I would definitely say, it touches on all levels. It, it touches on my. It's definitely a part of my uh, spiritual evolution. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Music itself, like you know what I'm saying. Uh, like well, it could be. It could be a part of your spiritual key evolution. Yeah, that's true. Like that, some of that music, boy. Whoo! I don't know what you could feel it when you turn that thing on. You just start feeling crazy vibration, and when you start getting into you know just the tones and you know the, the different information on that. The sound healing and you know frequencies and all of that and you know that's a whole other show that's a whole other show but you know I definitely have to say that it could be healing it could you know help you to evolve open up your chakras you know so many different things but it also could shut you down too and have you on in the trance and going through something stuff shut down you depressed you angry you violent you just got all kind of stuff going on. And I definitely feel like, oh, I knew I wanted to get into something before we were talking about, and we didn't get a chance. We got cut off. We didn't get a chance to go into when we were talking about the church thing, the shooting and all that, mm. and, and the ritual aspect of it. Do mm. we feel like, um, you know, number of us were talking just about how, you know, how much of that, um, you know, just looking at the details and, and the facts and you know, that were involved just about the church, about the people who were killed, and you know, all of those things that just seemed extremely um, ritualistic, in my opinion. And, you know, I was thinking it. I didn't say it, but a few other people said it, and I was like, hey, I know it. I'm telling you. you know. I was going to say, you know what, we need to check and see if any of those people, you know, were dealing with, you know, um, some of the things that, you know, where we go. Man, we just listen, man. You watch this Manchurian dude, Candidate. Yo, I was about to say, this dude looked like he had a chip in his ass. And he looked like and the movie from, uh, what's his name, yo? He looked just like the movie. From Incredible. He looked just like the the, uh, the little the, the one little red-headed evil boy that, yep. was, trying to, that mm-hmm. was trying to stop the Incredible family, which I buy that, by the way. I love that movie. I, I should have put that on the superhero thing because I feel like that's what we're moving into now. At one point in time, just like we always used to talk about the 85ers, right? And at one point in time, it's like it's, it's one 
you know, out of every family that's going to bring the lineage forward. But I feel like as we continue to move into this new era, it's going to be families of us family. It's families of us now. Because when I look at our seeds and I, and I look at some of these seeds out here, whoo, I'm telling you, it's, I mean, I, I get on fire about that for real because I'm, I'm so proud of us in some respects. I mean, I'm ashamed in some respects, too, because there's a lot of other craziness going on, and, you know, Everything. you know what I'm saying, but it's, it's, it's all a part of the process. Right. Exactly. It's so, all a part of the process. So I feel good. I ain't going to lie, because when I see these guys, and God says, I see these and, you know, so much progress, and it's not going to take all of us in order for things to go. You know what I'm saying? When I see progress, I get excited. I, really I was even I saying something here. about the um, some of the music nowadays, like right. you know, it's so like you know the vibration of it, but there's something that's happening, you know, on a deeper level where this is almost like a certain kind of language now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And in order to like really in time. understand <laughs> like these young people, you got to understand their language. You know what I'm saying? In order to really be able to, you know, build with them, you know what I mean, get to them, you got to know their language. If you ain't speaking their language, they ain't trying to hear you. Exactly. They don't want to hear you. And that's not... how we keep our culture alive, too. Exactly. That's how they're defending themselves, you know, from the infiltration into their culture and, you know, all of the things that's happening. Because even, even us more, we get infiltrated nowadays, too. Oh, like my we got, gosh. Like... We got some crazy, look, I don't know, that's a whole other, 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 other show. But, you know, one thing that I will say, like, we have to preserve our own culture and our own language and our own way of being. And, you know, and it has to come through the music and, and the arts. And, you know, we have to be focused on those things, I feel like, now. And, you know, what's funny, the other day I remarked because I saw it was a commercial on ESPN with, um, there was like a, you know, a white, kind of older, um, ritzy type of commercial. And then, you know, uh, it was a car commercial. And when the car pulled up, it was the one, what's the song? No Flex? No. And I was like, oh, okay, somebody got some endorsements. You know, so I'm like, all right, somebody got some loyalty from, from the commercial or maybe not, depending on who really is owning and controlling exactly. it. But at the same time, I'm going to tell you on a spiritual level, on a symbolic level, when I thought about what is being said and what is, you know, the energy of the song, don't come over here. No Flex, zone. And our young people is communicating on a level that we don't have to necessarily understand, said, but it's going, better. they know better. And it's trying to let you know, and it's on ESPN, where all these mighty men basically are, you know, they're they playing nice now, and they're they dealing kind of like with a system of religion because it's all about conformity and uniformity and the rules and the bylaws and all of those other things. But if these men for one moment ever decided to use their capacity. That's right. That's right. In the direction of their spiritual path, which we know at least some of them are. I don't care if they can't talk about that. don't mean nothing. That sun is kicking in. That melanin is kicking in. That DNA is kicking in. Regardless. So, you know, we, we got to know what's going on on a deeper level. Then, you know, the revolution will not be televised. So that means we got to know these codes. We got to listen to Snowflake. Don't get in tune, get on That's the right. one. You gotta hear it for that. You know what I mean? I'm not saying I'm gonna <laughs> sit here and play this stuff all day. I'm definitely not gonna play it. Just put it down and say, Oh no, they, they just these is our soldiers. These are the young people that you know that, that's gonna be on the front line that's ready to go. 
when it's time to get it in, if necessary. And guess what? If necessary. If we want to talk about the body of God, which is the reference that's been made in so many different ways, comes under different names, comes from different spiritual sections and religious systems, when we talk about any kind of body, it has different body parts. It's not going to just be no body of just heart or no body of just mind or no body of... It's going to have fists. You're going to need some fists that can ball up when it's time. When it's a no-flex zone, you're going to need foot soldiers and they're going to have to walk or march or whatever they're going to have to do. And that's for the part that they have to do. They Or they're going to have to stand for something. They're going to have to, you know what I mean? It's going to need a mouthpiece. It's going to have to have a voice. It's going to have to have all of these elements in order to be a body. And so, when, you know, we have to respect all of the parts of the body and begin to pull them together so that we can begin to use and operate this body of God or the kingdom of God in the hereafter. Because the time is, you know... Now. Right? I was going to say nine. I was trying to you know saying. But it's, it's here. It's here. It was like yesterday. So we all, it's time. And it's already, I, I know that it's happening. I got to just send some love and, and say, you know, rest in peace to my aunt. Um, because, you know, my aunt passed on um, just in the last, you know, couple of days. And, um, you know, and she was uh, a staple in the community, right. you know, and she sang and she danced and she made sure the drill team was she was together. Good. They had this stuff right, this the outfit, whatever had to happen. She was, you know, she was a part of it. She was a mother. She was a mother. She was one of them, and, and you know, and my grandmother was as well. Both of my grandmothers. But I just want to send some love to her and love to the family um, tonight. You know, love to her two um, Adama and Jonathan. Um, love y'all both. Oh man, not just. Ooh, let me just take a breath. Have a moment of silence. Shit. Ooh, just take a moment because, you know, just for her spirit, just for her, her bold and beautiful, um, loving, free spirit. As you inhale, take that spirit in. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm it's already up in there. Jeans exactly. the don't play. Jeans don't play. And I, you know, my, my grandmother transitioned recently, and this is my second aunt. You know, my father transitioned as well when I was a bit younger. And so quite a few of my close family on my father's side, whom I didn't really know or grow up with, have transitioned in the time that I've you know, begun to be around my family as an adult a little bit more, and I feel all of their spirits in me. It's, it's almost been an experience of not knowing them in the physical and beginning to know them on, in the spiritual mm-hmm. So that's been that's been something that's, you know, an interesting part of the journey as well, and I, I feel like different spiritual systems, uh, we were talking about the, the old righteous and, you know, our old riches. Um that's something else that I feel like helped me at a certain point to integrate the information, pull all the information together to to recognize and understand that different spiritual systems incorporate different deities into the concept of the oneness of God. So, you know, that helped me to have an understanding that, okay, where I, I was conflicted when it said, you know, um, turn the other cheek and then eye for an eye, now I understand how that could be so because we're dealing with different characteristics or different traits or different names or attributes of God. So now it's like, okay, I get it. 
So this one, you know, and, and when you go a little further, then it's like, oh, they each represent energy, almost like gears that I can shift in in myself to be able to know and understand and operate out of different aspects or elements of God or my, my highest mind, my highest state of being. So it's like, okay, and even some of the lower states of being, they in there too. It's like, okay, here's how you, because you got to have, got to have first gear. You can't right. just shift directly to fifth. Like, you can't just drive in no fifth. Like, that's not happening. You know what I'm saying? You got to somehow, you got to be a neutral. You got to have that neutral. You got to have the clutch. Like, you got to, you know what I'm saying? You need everything to work and integrate together. And so when I was understanding, my level of understanding or comprehension was good, bad, on, off right, wrong, and that was it. I didn't have the, that same fullness or depth of understanding about how, you know, there's different levels of things and different aspects, and that based on your perspective, any of them could be viewed as wrong or right or, or you know what I'm saying? True. So it all depends on what gear you need to be in. Right. Because when somebody is just busting your ass, and you can't be in the gear of, you know, love and... You know, you know. Okay, that's the eye for the icon. Like, okay, all right. I see how. Okay, that's how we work in it. All right. But you might, hey, you might want, you might decide that that's the way that you want to apply the principles, and you might get an outcome that you know you weren't anticipating. And that happens too because we we do have the power to command our circumstances and reality. Do have the power, like like David did with Goliath, to take on something that seems unsurmountable in a way that seems like it might not work and have it work. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So that's where the application of the spiritual principles come in 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 the writing of your own story or the energy that you're storing. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Well, you know what? Right now, there's so much going on, and I, again, I just want to send so much love, you know, to Dr. Ali and Princess Kadera, our parents, no you know, to our, our family members, and, you know, um, our extended family members on the land, and, you know, and everybody, um, because I'm just thankful to the depth of my experience that I'm able to continue to learn and grow on the spiritual path and learn from everything and grow from everything. You know, you can decide to have a breakthrough right in the midst of a breakdown. That's what you choose on your spiritual path. You can decide to learn from the seemingly um, unfair or difficult or challenging. You could you could accept that as here's something where I'm meant to gain a growth or right. you know, and shift your whole perspective and in that moment have a totally different experience of it when you get to that point on your spirit on your spiritual path. I was about to say, well, I think that's that's necessary. We all gonna have to, you know, go through some some bumps and some bruises on our way to, you know, success. Right. You know, what I mean, uh, this spiritual journey or this spiritual path is not gonna come as you know, just something easy for people. Again, especially when, you know, like we just you know, a lot of us, you know, the customs, you know, what I'm saying the way of life, you know, what I'm saying so like, you know, when you start to find yourself though, you start to, you know, you can sit with yourself, you start to get comfortable with yourself. Then you can move forward with this life, you know what I'm saying? You can take your time and, like, you know, pick up different things that are helping you, you know what I'm saying? Get with the right people, you know what I'm saying? Study with the right people, you know, find your family, you know, get, you know, don't 
did when I was saying things that, you know, that's going to tear that's you down. Gonna, look, that'll help. Like, about when you said that, when you level, still get comfortable level. with yourself, I had to even just acknowledge in that moment that sometimes the most uncomfortable times in my spiritual, well, on my spiritual walk, is the times when I'm free. That's when I find time. Because I'm so uncomfortable, I'm seeking something so bad. It's like, right, oh, right, God, right. please, it's good, you know. Or, you know what I'm saying, right? Or you, 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 so now you open up, or now you surrender, or now you go seeking the book, or the, you know, the student is ready. You know what I'm saying? Because now you're desperate for that awakening. You're desperate for that inspiration or for that, um, you know, enlightenment. You know, as some people call it. And, and when you get to that place, you find it. Right. You find it. You're hungry for it. You know what I'm saying? Because you're so uncomfortable that you're in a state of this ease where, you know, something has to happen where you're so you can be eased. That's right. A lot of times when you're comfortable, that's to me, for me, because I know people are different. But for me, a lot of times when I'm comfortable, that's when I start to, you know, I'm comfortable. Mm-hmm. You get a little lax, like, okay, oh, well, you, exactly. you're not studying as Well, you much. know what I mean? Like, when you start, I mean, I'm saying comfortability, comfortability in the way where, you understanding yourself. Who you now. are, right? Who you are, you know what I mean? When you start to get to notice, like, you know, the oneself, you know what I mean? Right. Versus, you know, what another Everything person says else. and what somebody, what this person is doing. And right. Versus you learning and know about you. Right. You know, and where you stand with things, you know what I'm saying? So that's what I mean by, like, you know, um, someone that's getting comfortable with themselves. Right. You know, you see, um, um, I, I got some of that from my, uh, my father. He said, you know what, son, like, you know, even with me growing certain things, I, certain things that has happened to me on this course, course of my path, I'm, I'm, I'm comfortable with myself now. I'm, I'm happy with who I am. You know what I mean? I love who I am now. You know right. what I mean? Like versus, yeah, I really, yeah, self-hate. I didn't, I didn't really understand who I was. You know what I'm saying? Right. So sometimes you got to go through things in order to get to that. Like now I, I see why I had to go through that. You feel you know, like it's stages or phases of that? I feel like it's like as we're expanding, right? It's almost like a pulse that is going out and out and out. It's like it's going out and in and then out further and then out mm-hmm. further. Because it's, it's almost like for me, I'm comfortable on one level and then it's time for me to grow and stretch again and I become uncomfortable where I'm at. It's like the old status quo is not enough and now I need to journey a little deeper. Or I need to have another level of understanding or I become confused about something that more solid in my level of understanding before. So now I'm yearning to something else. And then I grow some more and I expand out a little bit further. You know what I'm saying? And then I become comfortable there. You know what I'm saying? Where in the beginning stages I was uncomfortable. Then at a point, I, you know, I'm uncomfortable again. It's like in this process, you know, now that I stretch out again. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, I definitely, I feel like that corresponds with what you were saying with the levels or like stages, you know, that we're all moving through. And I know they're different. It's like trees. To me, I learn a lot from nature. It's like trees. Even there could be a hundred trees that's the same kind of tree. But none of them are in the exact same location. They don't all have the same soil or the same, like, position in the sun or, you know what I'm saying? You know, and they're all shaped just a little different. they got different branches, different roots. They are, but they're the same. They are the same. But they're all just a little different. Yeah, you know, some and waver a little bit more than the others. You know what I'm saying? Some are a little bit thicker, taller, a little bit more, you know, um, skinnier. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. Some have a lot, a lot of branches. Some only have a few. And more got leaves. This one got less leaves. This one's got some little balls on it. 
this one doesn't have that much balls. It might have any balls as, you know, as fast or, you know, you know, wanted to first the bud or whatnot. Right, right. You know, that's, you know, and that's kind of like how we are as people, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like so many different stages of growth and, you know, um, of change. And it's different for each. It's different for each person. Right. You know, and that's the beauty of it. That's the beauty of it. You know what I'm saying? And then there's so much to it that you can't see. Like, you can see the tree, the trunk of the tree. You can even get into, like, what the tree could be used for if you were to use the wood. You can get into what the tree, the purposes that it's always served, like, it's in shade, maybe it's safe, you know, people from a storm based on its location, maybe it's people picnicked or got married or made love under it or whatever and that type of thing. You know what I'm saying? And the stories that it could tell if you communicated with it and start getting into all kinds of different things, but then there's still things that you would never know, like somebody would talk from that mud at a time. Yeah. How deep the roots go, how far mm-hmm. they go out underneath the ground where you can't see. How how they give shelter to how many animals or how many insects they want or whatever. Like you right. you just never know the depth of this one tree that, you know, we're you know what I'm saying, analyzing. And that's kind of the, the way I feel about people too. It's like you can see certain things and you can kinda of judge and speculate about what you can see. Right. And you know what might be demonstrated in front of you, but then there's this way, and that's like the tip of the iceberg. That's just like the glance of the iceberg. You know what I'm saying? Compared to the depth of what this person actually experienced, and this might come, and then on the soul level, way beyond that. So you would say one should be seeking depth in life. Not only depth, because I just feel like we're here to ascend. Exactly, but we should be seeking depth. I think the depth of the experience. That's what I really was trying to, you know, get into why we would need to have an experience of life beyond just, oh, and, you know, and kumbaya and everything just be harmonious and we just be able to, you know, be in the, you know, live at peace where, you know, everything is harmony and everything. Like, why why couldn't we just have that be our experience, you know, for all of us? So we all just, you know, meditate and breathe and, you know what I'm saying? If we all just focus ourselves on, you know, um, cultivating energy and, you know, all of these masterful practices and, and arts and all of these things, which I do feel like it'll get to that place in our evolution. But I'm saying, why can't we just be there? Like, why can't we just start out driving in fifth dimension? Uh, Hey, you, you know, know our fifth gear. Now, why can't we just read the manual? You ain't even read the manual. Look, how you going to drive without reading the manual? And why do I have to, you oh, know what I'm saying, so you got to learn how to drive. And then, even after you're an expert driver, you still can't just turn the car on and just drive into the gears. Exactly. You still have to use the gears according to what is necessary in right. your experience. Right. So you have to have the depth to be able to do that. Right. You have to draw out, you have to pull out of yourself based on the experience, whatever it's called for. That's what a is coming to. It's like, okay, this is the time for, and even the elements. Whatever spiritual system that you you know you find yourself in, or that you study, if you were like us, and we just study a whole bunch of different things, and then just integrate it all together, which is why I love like, I mean, so many of the other teachers who do this, is you know you, you're able to like pull from all of these different places and apply all of them to your own walk. And, you know what I'm saying? I, that's to me, I feel like that's where we're going. Once we once we really value other's perspectives, each other's walk, and learn from each other. I feel like that's going to be an integrated 
type of knowledge that we're dealing with. Why couldn't we just, you know, avoid all of the experiences that we see as bad or that, you know, some of it is horrific. It's just like, oh, my goodness, these people have to die like that. Did it have to, you know, and it's just like my aunt. I had to try to break down. I'm like, damn, my aunt could be this person. I didn't want to see her go. But as, again, as I breathe, and I just think about what that means in terms of myself and my, you know, and my children and carrying the torch and how how this thing works in terms of our genes, our lineage, you know, how we're just continuing to evolve and move forward. You know, I'm, I appreciate every part of the process and how it has to go in order for it to go. You know, all, even with the challenges, even with the death, even with these other things, and I feel like that's what the spiritual principles and, and even the scriptures teach you to do. You know, yeah. one thing I'm about to say is, man, it's, it's sad that that happens, but, you know, we nobody want to see their loved ones, though. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. it's necessary, man. And, you know, like, I, it was hard for me to, to even, in these days and times, like, somebody could go and kill people in the church. Yeah. That's kind of like, like I'm you going, I don't care what church, so you don't, you know, you don't think, oh, man. But again, it's a ritual. You know, I, to me, I feel like, just like um, Brother L said, and I'm about to bring him in because we've got, like, you know, a little more than 20 minutes left. Um, you know, but um, just like Brother L said before, like, as soon as you hear that, you think back to what happened before. You know what I'm saying? It's like, and again, all of this, the symbolism and the images and, the, you know, and all of the whole media and the way that these things is, is having effect on your spirit regardless. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's having an effect on your spirit. So, again, I feel like that's a part of this path because we have to get to a place where we take an active role in changing things in the way they are, first by changing ourselves and then by, you know, doing the best that we can to teach and learn from each other. You know what I'm saying? So that we can continue to get out of these ignorant spaces you know, of, of being, of, you know, of standing, even into our, our, you know, our name and, you know, our legal status and all of these things, and even into our, our spiritual standing and where we stand on things and how convicted we feel, you know, about just doing, being our best and operating out of our highest, you know, ability, you know what I'm saying, our highest mind, you know what I'm saying, interacting with each other in a way that we know is, is not going to return to us in any other way, but, you know, in a positive way, a way of growth or progression in, in those things. You know what I'm saying? And it, it definitely is spiritual principle because once you thoroughly recognize karma, once you thoroughly recognize correspondence, some of these universal laws, there's no way you can integrate that into your main frame of your programming and then still play the program of hating and debating and going back and forth with all of these things, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, they don't correspond. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're not. It's like, as soon as you hear it, it's like, you know what? I, the old slavery stuff come up again, you start thinking about people being this and all that, and like, change, you just, like, it's almost like, I'm hoping you to go and, and do something to white people. Like. You know what I'm, <laughs> I'm serious. It's like, you know, soon some white person, 
The cops is beating kids up, like shooting them, killing people. Like, they just start driving you back to the, the same old, like, you know, like now you get that fire from you, like, I'm about to do something to these people. Or you get on edge when you see white people. When they look at you a certain way, like, what the? Because you're looking at And they get on edge when they see you? Exactly. Because they're like, oh, man, they're looking at me. I remember when that happened to Rodney King, and I lived in California. Word is gone. I lived out there when the students that thing happened like that. See, you ride to the store. I'm talking about i never seen anything like that. Where, and I'm sure that, you know, if you were in Ferguson, if you were, you know, in some of these other places where it's, it's gone down recently, that's what it was. Because some of our young people were set tanks and things, you know, in recent times. So we really dealing with it now. You know, and they had a tank, you know, they had a little tank. They, it wasn't rolling through the neighborhood, but it was sitting by the police department to let you know, like, yeah, we will take it there if it goes too far. You I mean, we just saying? watched and witnessed a police officer, or a little young girl on the ground, Get up, pull his gun out of the holster. No, he did the forward roll thing. Oh, okay. Big, like, it was like a police drill or something. Get up and then run, pick up his gun and point at all the kids so they started running. Like, he looked like he's about to just fire his gun at Is all the kids. Is that not terroristic, though? Oh, my God. Come God. on, like, why can't we say it like that? What's the problem? Like, why can't we, why is that bad? Is that wrong to look at it with the same eye of scrutiny that we're being looked at with? Does that make sense? Like, I, I don't understand. That That's something that's hard for me to understand, is that what seems most terroristic doesn't seem to be coming from the public. It doesn't seem to be coming from the people. It seems to be coming from the, basically the military and the, the, the governing factors that are in place. And, and so then why don't, why can't we talk about that? Why can't we say, hey, this isn't right. We don't feel like this is the way it's supposed to go. It's not like we the people. Because of our standing and our status and their standing and their status and not understanding what needs to happen in order for us to move back into the place that actually create and it's starting now. It's definitely starting as far as us putting our own court systems and things together, our own well, certain um, you know, wars, governmental, you know, factions and things that, that we can begin to employ ourselves for ourselves on our own behalf and just say, Hey, we don't got nothing to do with that. Y'all go on about y'all business. Yeah, that's my right people's there. right there. And release them too. That's right. Let them out. Yeah, because yeah, mm-hmm. we're gonna have to yeah, because that vessel belongs to the creator and not you. And not yeah. you. You know what I'm saying? Things. Exactly. But you know what, I'm gonna bring some of the callers in the last fifteen minutes to just talk about, you know, just hear some different perspectives and just get some other vibes. Okay. So um, I'm gonna start with um area code four one oh. Um, area code 4010, you are on. Yeah, are you there? Well, what's going on, fam? Same, same uh, blog talk station, same people. What's going on? <laughs> That's uh, good luck, man. Um, how, uh, Michael, y- y'all ever hear that dude named uh, Michael Baston, who used to be on the radio? Oh yeah, oh, that's yeah, my brother, we, man. Yeah, we, we did, did his, um, um, his documentary. We did his documentary with him. Oh wow, well, yeah, I know he, I know he got down like that, but um, yeah, everything's everything. <laughs> yeah, that was yeah, that was kind of back in the day, but yeah, we did work with him on his documentary. Yep. Yeah. Well, go ahead and go ahead with your comment. 
Um, let me be honest with you. I, um, I got on in the show a little late this time, so I, I was trying to uh, catch the, the rhythm of what y'all were talking about. But it uh, um, sounds like um, mostly the, uh, the the mayhem and, and the cataclysm going on in, in our society that we're living in. And, um, we spoke on a little bit on like um you know um religion and spirituality. You know right. what I'm saying? And you know, religion being like a base to move, you know, um onto your spiritual, spiritual path. path. Yeah, we, we talked we talked in the first half of, of about um more about um religion, spirituality, um, some of the biblical texts, you know, spiritual principles and laws and that and how it's all is you know, it, it all basically bring you, you know, like Dr. Arlene said, as many paths up the mountain. Sure you know did. what I'm saying? So we were just building on that. But then we were talking about, um, you know, the stuff that, that's going on, and we were talking about, um, you know, the possibility of it being ritualistic when, um, you know, with the, as far as the church shooting that happened recently and, um, you know, just talking about some of the rituals and, and different things that's going on. And, you know, so, we, you know, how you know it how we jump around a little bit, you know what I'm saying? But we really was relating back to different spiritual systems and, and um, you know, just understanding this, this path that we're on, recognizing that we all have different paths, we all have different walks, different backgrounds and all of that, and how we can gain and learn from each other. Right. Oh, yeah. Um. And, and did, did I uh, hear something about um somebody lose a, uh, somebody lose a art? A family member? Yeah, yeah. Yep, I, I lost Just, my aunt yep, in the last day or two, yep. Yep, wow, I lost my um, auntie. Um, I mean, since you already know it's a transition, but what uh, makes it, that's, that's, wow. Was it right after the Mercury retrograde? Because somebody, somebody in my, um, in my, um, Buddhism uh, meditation thing I go to, he just lost mm-hmm. his dad. It's like right after the Mercury retrograde. Mhm. Yeah. Yep. This was in the last couple of days, brother. Like in the last two days. So we in that time period. You know what I'm saying? Of you know, after the the Mercury retrograde ended. It's so interesting that you brought that up. We're gonna have to do something on that too. Just to speak on it a little bit because just that that's something like as we were actually um traveling down here, um coming down south, we were talking about um just the different you know, 'cause it's, it was a few mercury retrogrades. You know what I'm saying? And we and we're gonna have another one. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Talking about over the course of a couple of years and, and the mercury retrograde and you know, and just dealing with what that means just in terms of uh, the confusion of of information in that and, and communication and all that and, and the you know the sure, rectifying yeah. of it, the clarifying of it. Yeah. Almost like the whole tower thing. Where it's like, okay, so you got the tower, it it crumbled, you know what I'm saying? And the, that old concept and old communication or the old status quo is is demolished or falls, but then something newer is emerging. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Something more evolved is emerging. Yeah. And um, it's interesting that you brought that up, brother, because my own personal experience with this, um, first I was really angry because she passed, um, you know, in a way, on a personal level, my my personal experience with breast cancer, 
has been, um, you know, one where I deal with a lot with feel emotion and your, your psycho-emotional state affecting your biochemistry and really causing a lot of the disease. And my experience has been that with a lot of the breast cancer, it's nurturing issues. Right. It's like the, the lack of balance and, you know, the whole gender concept and subjugation of women and all of these things play a part in, you know, us finding our way back to balance. And so as I was crying out and I was angry about certain things in her situation and in other women's situations that I've known, my, my other aunt on my other side that also um, had breast cancer and, and transitioned, um, you know, and how they their spirits live in me and how I'm seeking with my husband to, to find balance and to move into, you know, a different state and a different reality um, just in terms of, you know, being the mother, the mother principle, the, the goddess principle, um, and, you know, having a more in-depth understanding of, you know, moving into matriarchy. So it's, that was real interesting that you even brought that um, brought that up just, just on that level because I didn't think about it in relation to the Mercury retrograde that we just had and coming out of it. So that, that was really interesting, brother. I'm glad you brought that up. No doubt. Yeah, I mean, because um, it's it's like, you know, we got the, um, you got the, you know, like when you see a car slow down, in in a uh, in a transition of getting ready to go in reverse, it's like we mainly pay attention to the the part of when the car is going in reverse with the, um, the metro, I mean, the retrogrades, but. You know, like mm -hmm. it's like that sling that, that slingshot effect is still in retrograde when it's getting out of that um, uh, torpidity or that that slowness. But I mean, I just got out the phone mm -hmm. with the system, and um, you know, it's 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 real interesting how when how people react to challenges or um, their perceived obstacles. Like it, it lets you know that right. the spiritual. Yeah, it lets you know that spiritual um, maturation, you know, because now I was saying mm. to my sister, um, I, I, was, I was saying to her that we about to go, uh, we got a Venus retrograde coming up. You know, I was like, buckle your, your safety belt. And she was like, I, I just got through a <laughs> retrograde. I can't take this. I just got through the other one, and, and now they're saying another one. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Like, you, you, you got a woman up. Yeah, right? Because we definitely got a ways to go, you know, and just in growing and really just understanding how all of these aspects, you know, affect our lives and, and working with and not against them. And, you know, learning to have things benefit us and, and learning to have breaks instead of breakdowns. You know what I'm saying? So... I agree with you. You definitely can tell somebody's level of spiritual maturity or your own level of spiritual maturity by mm -hmm. your reaction to a challenge or, you know what I'm saying? That, that's a good point. You know what? Let me bring in one of the other callers on that point. Uh, hold on one second, brother. Peace, area code 314. Um, you on the air. How do you feel about that um, as far as... Um, when you when you're faced with a challenge, how that kind of gives your, your the level of spiritual maturity, how you respond to the challenge. Well, yes, uh, 
<coughs> excuse me. Yes, uh, it's like uh, sort of a baptism, you know, like going into battle, you're going to like a baptism of fire, and it kind of makes you mm. like more stronger, more better, you know. Right. Yeah, uh, it's like, like you know, it, it's like uh, being experienced and some type of struggle, you know. But you know not to make the same mistakes that you did in the past, you know. So it make you more wise, and uh, you know, uh, I'm gonna say more smarter than what you was before. Right, right. <laughs> Excuse me, I'm kind of what are you doing right uh, away, brother L. Peace and love to you. Yes. Uh, yes. Peace and love. Peace and love to you, brother. Yes. I'm going to bring the no. other brother back in because we can okay. have a nice conversation. Brother, you there? Yeah, we we got the fantastic, uh, yeah, the fan, what, what you call it, the, um, the fantastic uh, four, I guess. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I said the fantastic five. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Well, we got um, we got a fifth, we got another caller in here. Okay, all right. Okay. Um, area code seven four zero. Seven four zero. Area code seven four zero. Are you there? Peace. Hey, family. How's everybody doing? I I love. Oh, well, this God. Topic tonight. Oh, <laughs> yeah. You, you, you uh, know, you this, let me let me. I'm 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 good, but I'm gonna tell y'all something. May the peace, much abundance, and much safety surround each and every one of you and your families each and every day. Yes, sir. Thank you for that. Appreciate that. I got a, I got a, I got a, I got, I got a question. Okay. Despite, despite the terrorist attacks on us, see, you know, you, you've been, you've been getting these terrorists who've been using the media to go around the world and telling us that the other people are are, are the terrorists. Yeah, right. but <laughs> we 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 starting to realize who the real terrorist is and uh-huh. who fund the terrorists. Now, yep. you know when when I when I when I look at our very story right now, could it be that we're we're actually in parts of Exodus where we're like at the tail end of, a, of 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 our 400 years of persecution, and there's going to be a strong spiritual manifestation of power coming through us, to where Pharaoh, even Pharaoh, and even his 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 servants won't be able to even touch us. Somebody talk on that for me. Teach me something, because I, I you know even even though we. Just before I, I noticed, just before a woman have a child, she got birth pains. And right now, what I'm realizing, brothers and sisters, even though we was hurt by the nine is dead, even though we was hurt by the guy that was choked out, by the by the girl in Texas that that the cop put her put his knee on her back, even though by Trayvon Martin, these are just the birth pains for us to go to a higher height. Yep. That's yep, it. And I that's agree. The key because I said it's necessary in order for us to get to our highest state where there will be no more of the BS. Mm-hmm. It can't be done right. to us anymore because we've been through it in so many ways, and especially in the last 100 years when it was things were able to be televised. 
Like, you know, mm. um, it's right there in the media for you. It's right, like, right in your face. You mean, so, like, you, what else can you do to us? You didn't try to strike us with um, all kinds of um, famine, disease. Um, exactly. Even the, even the, what was the comedian that was like, thank you, white folks, for making us strong? Um, <laughs> who was it? <laughs> and he was, he was on point with that because even guess what? Point where, we ain't scared of no terroristic nothing. We like, we've been dealing with the terrorists all along. That's, that's something different than mm-hmm. colonial, you know, like, everything is, is still everything for us. The numerous beatdowns, the numerous um, um, attacks on, you know, um, especially young people, man. Yeah. You know, on young people, because that's the, you know, again, that's our future. Right. And that's who's going to whoop their ass. I must say, that's who's going to whoop their ass. Sandy. You, you just you said about the no flex ass. zone. That's right. And, and, they and, like, they know better. They know they getting ready. They getting that thing. You seen that crunk dancing? They're getting that thing ready on a spiritual level, even beyond what they recognize or what we recognize. And that's why what the brother said right there, woo, brother, you on fire in here. We all, we on fire in here because I definitely (laughs) feel like it's time for us to not just reach back, but we about to reach forward. And when you, when you, when you made the comparison to the birth pains, and I think, you know, that might have been the last show or something, we we spoke on that. Because you could tell they're getting closer and closer together. And I myself, I have five feet, so I know about that thing. I'm yeah. telling you right now, when you in that last birth, we did the home birth unassisted, and you and and you could just sense and feel and just move through it naturally. And that's mm-hmm. how you can tell it, it, it's the same cycles in nature wherever you look. It's the same patterns. It's the same cycles. Same thing. So that's how you learn to recognize and work with it because you understand the levels of repetition. So now you know how to read the signs. You can you, just like you said, you can see they, they like labor pains. And we're giving birth to the higher self right now. We're giving birth to a different level of the body of God. Mm. And so, you know, and I definitely feel like, okay, we're we, we reaching back to and remembering ourselves in that time when we were dealing with alchemy for and yeah. building care. We were doing all things. But now, our seeds now? Man, listen, when yep. we integrate that, then what's happening on the level of the DNA, and, and you know, these must think yeah. because they crack the genome, they think they can just hide the information like it's not happening inside of us. Right. It don't matter if we know or not. We, we, exactly. We're not knowing. Or we about to be cut off, but guess what? I, you know, I really appreciate those comments and appreciate y'all's support, and let's get this thing. Because right. it's, it's definitely going down. And I know y'all see it. We see it. It's going down. The law of correspondence says it's happening in all of us at the same time, whether we communicate about it or not. Exactly. The revolution yep. will not be televised. So, no. you know, we'll do what we can do with the media and those things, and that's what the MAC is for. Because we, we're about to get to controlling, you know, the images and, you know, and take back that power because we, we run it anyway. We that's dominate right. the that's culture right. anyway. The music, the media, the art forms, whatever they are, majority of it comes from us anyway, so we just got to take back ownership of it and use it constructively to build. And we definitely going to be building. We're going to be healing with sound. We're going to be leveraging. Everything is going to be happening, brother. I'm, I am with you. I am with oh, yeah. you on that one. Family, so much love family, to, you know, family, to the family, family. Moses yes, and Aaron is having a conversation with Pharaoh right now. Get ready. Mm. Let my oh. people go. Yes, sir. You know, and, 
Let's get it in. Yo, and we're about to make a music project on that on that point too. We definitely okay. doing it. Yeah. Definitely doing it. Right. So yes, now sir. we wanna yeah, we wanna send y'all so much love. We wanna thank y'all for being on the air with us today, man. Um we're gonna have some more great interesting topics to talk about next week. Um, y'all just continue yeah, to ride with us, started, man. man. So just you know, hang and, with um, us. Continue to stay with that fire tonight, man. You know what I'm saying? Because right now, y'all got me fired up. I'm about to go outside and look at the stars for a little bit. I need to all right, all right. All right. You know what I'm saying? Hey. Libra. Moon yeah, and Libra right now. Oh, and man. you know what? And Libra is good for me. Libra is good for me. I was just, re- you know, doing some reading on my chart, and I was like, okay, that Libra is going to help me. I'm I'm on the Capricorn Aquarius cusp. And, um, you know, I was I was just looking at the effects of, of different, you know, aspects and stuff on me. And that was one of the things that was saying that it was going to help me with Libra. So I'm glad you pointed that out, brother. Yes. So y'all make sure y'all come on back with us next week, man. We're going to have another fire episode on the back. We're going to have a couple of new tunes that we're going to play next week. Why do we do astrology? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, maybe next week we get on some astrology, some cosmology. You know what I'm saying? Right. And some spirituality and some more science. You know okay. what I'm right. Because it's all in all. It's all in all. Know all definitely that. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Love y'all, family. Love, Love y'all. Love y'all, too. Love y'all, too. Love y'all, too. Peace and love. Have a good evening, man. Okay. All right. It's long. It's long. It's long.